You're listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson. Today's sermon is True Word of Yah. What is the tree of life? What is the tree of knowledge of good and evil? As always in the description box of this podcast, you will find a link to the Lion's Tears Ministry where you can study this information and continue to learn the truth and build your relationship with our one true creator. To understand what the tree of life is, we need to learn what the tree of knowledge of good and evil did in the pain it caused mankind. The tree of knowledge of good and evil is mentioned in Genesis chapter 2, and we should all know what this is, because the tree of knowledge of good and evil brought the knowledge and choice of wickedness and destruction. The knowledge of good and evil caused the veil to separate us from Abba Yahuwah. That is, until Yahusha HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, came to set us free. Let us begin with the understanding the terms in Genesis chapter 2 regarding the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Genesis chapter 2 states, And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. The word tree is Hebrew word H6086, and it means a tree, carpenter, gallows, helve, Pine, plank, staff, stalk. As you can see, the word means wood, carpenter, gallows, and helve, which means handle of a weapon or tool. When discussing the tree of knowledge of good and evil, we see that this tree is being defined as a weapon or tool. For it is not describing our carpenter, Yahusha, as we will get more understanding when we learn about the tree of life. The word gallows is important to understand here in the definition of tree. A gallow is a structure typically of two uprights and a cross piece for the hanging of criminals. Yahushua HaMashiach was indeed hung on a tree, but he was not a criminal. To the unbelievers he was, unbelievers are those who do not want to change their ways or follow Abba Yahuwah's words. The kings of the earth know that Yahusha is the rightful king of this earth. Yahusha came to take back the land from Gadriel, Satan, who rules the earth the way it is now, and his time is almost up for good. And that is a blessing, because all you have to do is turn on the news, look outside, and you see the wickedness of this world. Let us continue. Knowledge is Hebrew word 1847, and it means cunning, ignorantly, knowledge or knowledgeable, unaware, wittingly. Knowledge comes from H3045, and it means to know, and it's used in a variety of senses, figurative, literal, euphemistically, and it includes observation, care, recognition, instruction, and designation. It also means punishment. 
When we have knowledge of good and evil, we have choices on whom we take instructions from. Whether or not that is Abba Yah or the world, we now have a choice. Adam and Eve were created perfect, not knowing good and evil. Gabriel Satan spoke to Eve when he whispered or hissed an enchantment to her in her ear about how she would not die. The Hebrew word for this is H5172, and it means to hiss or whisper a magic spell. When Eve took from the tree, she was placed under a spell and wasn't thinking on her own. Eve's sin caused us all to live a mortal death as we were originally never appointed to die. Genesis 3, 4 states, And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall surely not die. To die is Hebrew word H4191, and it means to die, literal or figuratively. To be destroyed or death, it also means crying. The biblical outline of usage for H4191 means to die prematurely by neglect of wise moral conduct. By eating of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, Eve then had her eyes open to the ways of Abba Yah who knew good and evil, right from wrong, and so on, as did the angels. When Eve disobeyed Abba Yahuwah, Though he knew this was going to happen, she caused premature death for all of us. We were never meant to die because of sin or our mortal bodies now have an expiration date. Abba Yahuwah created us to live forever. But because of the fall, we now have chains of mortality and have to earn our light bodies back. This knowledge is why Satan was able to take some angels with him from heaven when Michael cast him to earth. They chose to want to play God rather than follow Abba Yah's words and his design for his creation. The word good is Hebrew word H2896. And it means a good thing, a good man, or a good woman. Good also comes from H2895, and it means to be or do better. The biblical outline of usage of H2895 means to be good, be pleasing, be joyful, be beneficial, be pleasant, be favorable, be happy, and be right. Before Eve ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, everything was good, perfect, and pleasing. Because of the enchantment placed on Eve by Gabriel, who sought to destroy Abba Yah's kingdom, we now have to learn what is good all over again. This is extremely hard in these days, as good is considered evil, and evil acts Thoughts and deeds are considered good. 
one now has to use discernment and rely on Abba Yah's help for understanding how to live, think, and act. The word evil is H7451, and it means calamity, displeasure, distress, adversity, and affliction. Evil comes from the Hebrew word H7489, and it means good for nothing, bad, physically, socially, or morally. Knowing about evil has broken this world physically, socially, and morally. Most do not want to believe in our Creator. Most people who do are lukewarm in faith and believe Abba Yah only when they need him to work miracles, as if he is their personal genie. The concept of righteousness, which means morals, values, and ethics that please the Lord God Almighty, is put into a new category called love. And it's vital that you understand love holds its own definition. Love, like Abba Yah wants of us, can only be understood when we walk according to his righteousness. For a man cannot do evil in his heart and mind and claim to be of good morals, values, and ethics. This is called self-righteousness. And because of the way the world is ran now, Ephesians 6.12 tells us, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. The principalities, the rulers of the darkness, are what keeps society from belief and submission in our hearts and minds to our one true creator. For this verse points directly to the fallen angel demons from the Nephilim spirits, and, of course, Satan, Gabriel, their king. These spirits went further with their instructions on evil and taught mankind how to kill, poison, and destroy Abba Yah's creation. The tree of knowledge of good and evil is the current system of this world, the beast system. This system gives you the choice to worship Abba Yah, our creator, but with stipulations. Stipulations such as doctrines that divide the body of Yahusha, changing and challenging the Lord God's true words ever so subtly, just like Satan did to Eve in the garden. The system allows you to function in society, but with limits, as true believers are considered to be the problem within society today. As you probably know, gathering to worship in public or at home has been limited because we are in the book of Revelation and the tree of knowledge of good and evil or the beast system is in control. Again, the beast system is your tree of knowledge of good and evil, which states you are free as long as we control your resources. You are free as long as we control your education. You are free as long as we control your currency. 
You are free as long as we control your internet. You are free as long as we control your military. You are free as long as we control your justice. And you are free as long as we control your land. The Lord God Almighty did not make anyone to control anything. Control is of Satan, who thought he could do better than the Lord God Almighty. And how has that worked out for mankind? What Abba Yah created was a real king to rule the world, and the rightful king is Yahusha HaMashiach. To rule with Abba Yah as he sits on his right hand. My question to you is, who is guarded by cherubims now? Abba Yah and Yahusha, they reside in the throne room. Revelation chapter 4, 6 through 8, and this is the ESV, reads, And before the throne there was, as it were, a sea of glass, like crystal. And around the throne, on each side of the throne, are four living creatures, full of eyes in front and behind, the first living creature like a lion, the second living creature like an ox, the third living creature with the face of a man, and the fourth living creature like an eagle in flight. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within. And day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. We find cherubim in Numbers chapter 7, 8 through 9. And when Moses went into the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard the voice speaking to him from above the mercy seat and was on the ark of the testimony from between the two cherubim, and it spoke to him. Cherubim are used as Abba Yah's symbol and as Yahusha's protection. They are their army or bodyguards. Abba even uses them to ride on. Knowing that cherubims were placed in front of the tree of life, we need to then understand who or what is the tree of life. Genesis 3.24 states, So he drove them out, the man, and he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. To get an accurate understanding, we will look at what these two verses mean. Tree is H6086, again, and it means carpenter. This time the word carpenter is important. Matthew 13, 54 through 55 states, Coming to his hometown, Jesus taught them in their synagogues, so that they were astonished and said, where did this man get his wisdom in these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? In Mark's gospel, a bit of different language appears to describe this same encounter. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary and brother James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Carpenter is 
Greek word G5045, and it means an artificer, a producer of fabrics, a craftsman. The biblical outline of usage of G5045 means an author. Indeed, Yahusha is the author of salvation, for his name means Yah is salvation. And to learn more about salvation and what happened, read Hebrews chapter 2. Let us now continue. Life is H2141, and it means fresh plant water or life. Abba Yahuwah is the living water. Yahusha even states this. John 7, 37 through 39 now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. For the Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Belief in Yahushua leads us to living water, which is Abba Yah, the Lord God Almighty. When you have his Holy Spirit living within you, you have the spirit and breath of life, which is God. John 4, 14 states, But whoever drinks the water I, Jesus, give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. Again, the living water is Abba Yah in his true words that he spoke through the prophets and the apostles. Let us look at the meaning of H2441, which is where life is derived from. It means to revive, to give promise, to preserve, alive, to quicken, recover, repair, and restore. Yahushua was sent to revive, to restore, to recover, and repair the broken world back into righteousness. He states he was sent to the lost sheep of Israel. So who is Israel? Isaiah 56 tells us, for they are the Gentiles or outcasts of the New Testament. And you are are Israel once you believe in Yahusha and Abba Yahuwah. Isaiah 56 verse 8 states, The Lord God who gathers the outcasts of Israel declares, I will gather yet others to him besides those already gathered. Yahusha had to give up the Holy Spirit so that we can all be saved. That was the purpose of his death. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God poured back into the earth. When Eve sinned, there was a wall or veil between Abba and the world. Abba Yah chose and rose up people to do his will. But the Holy Spirit wasn't made available to just anyone by simply believing in the Lord God. There were sacrifices and atonement of sin offerings that had to take place prior to to Yahushua dying on a tree. 
When Yahushua died, he was our final sin sacrifice. And he was our last atonement for our sins. This is why he states in John verse 1, or excuse me, in John 14, 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. We can now simply believe that Yahushua died for us. Without belief in Messiah, we are not saved. And we cannot build our relationship with the Lord God without belief in his son. We must remember what is written in James chapter 2:26. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. To understand this better, please read James 2:14 through 26. We must have the Holy Spirit working within us, on us at all times. Yahushua was the final sacrifice. He did not abolish all laws in Leviticus chapter 19. Only those pertaining to sin, sacrifice, and atonement. Nor did he abolish the Ten Commandments. This is vital to understand because the church system, which we are called out of due to the lack of handling and because man interprets the word of God according to his knowledge, and preaches a different tune, just like God said would happen, is the reason why we are called out of the beast or church system. And you must remember there are two systems. One is the beast system, that is your governments, your education system, and the other is the church. Let us now continue. Revelation 22, 1 through 2 states, And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it and on either side of the river was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the trees were for the healing of the nations. Tree is Greek word G3586, and it means timber. By implication, a stick, club, or tree, or a wooden article or substance. Again, we see the word staff. Life is zo, and it is G2222, and it means of the absolute fullness of life, both essential and ethical, which belongs to God, and through him both to the hypostatic logos and to Christ in whom the logos put on human nature. Life real and genuine, a life active and vigorous, devoted to God, blessed in the portion, even in this world of those whom put their trust in Christ but after the resurrection to be consummated by new ascensions, among them a more perfect body and to last forever. We've learned that Logos is Christ, the word of God made flesh. And it's vital to understand that because Yahushua put on human nature to save us and to rectify us back to the Lord God Almighty and to tear the veil or wall 
that was built when Eve sinned. Fruits in the definition of revelation means fruit as plucked, literal, or figurative. The biblical outline of usage of G2590 means work, act, or deed. Praises, which are presented to God as a thank offering. So when you're singing your praises and praising God, you are giving God a thanksgiving offering. It also means to gather fruit, to reap a harvest into eternal life, as into a granary. It's used in the figurative sense, discourse of those who by their labors have fitted souls to obtain eternal life. Again, faith without works is dead, and works without the Holy Spirit is dead as well. John 15, 1 through 5 states, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. The base of G2590 is G726, and that is very important to add to this understanding. This is not the rapture, and we know that the rapture is a lie because the reapers are here. They've been here since Thanksgiving, and it's happening now, and we are just awaiting Yahusha's return. For there are more things to come in Revelation, and I pray that you use your discernment when you read the book of Revelation. G726 means to pluck away or take by force. John 10, 28 through 29 states, I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hands. That's important to understand because no one can take you away by force no one can seize you from the Lord God when you are given to him. In these verses, the word snatch refers to believers being pulled away from Abba Yah. Some people, though, will fall away, again, because they are lukewarm in faith, or their seeds of faith didn't grow and they left. Because again, when you think of God as your personal genie, Nothing ever lasts with that mindset. But then one must also ask, did they who fall away truly believe in the Lord God Almighty in the first place? The next word that we're going to look at is 12. And it means the 12 apostles of Jesus, so-called by the way of eminence. 
Only Yahushua had 12 apostles, and they were called by eminence, which means they hold superiority and position. The apostles will be the teachers in the kingdom of Abba Yah when Yahushua returns and takes his place as the king of the earth. How do we know this? At the end of verse 2 of Revelation, chapter 22, in all of verse 3, we read, Her fruit every month and the leaves of the trees were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Leaf means, Greek, G5444, a sprout. G5443 is where this word is derived from, and it means an offshoot, a race, a clan, kindred, or tribe. This refers to the 12 patriarchs of the tribe of Jacob, a tribe. In the New Testament, all the persons descending from one of the 12 sons of the patriarch Jacob. My question to you now is, how many thrones are in the throne room around Abba Yah? Revelation chapter 4 verse 4 states, Around the throne were 24 thrones. And seated on the thrones were 24 elders, clothed in white garments, with golden crowns on their heads. These thrones are for the 12 apostles and the 12 patriarchs of Jacob. Therefore, leaves take on a whole new meaning, as they are the elders who teach and produce the fruit. Trees bear fruit, or excuse me, trees bear leaves before the fruit. In the natural world, the fig tree should bear fruit before the leaves. If the tree has leaves but no fruit, the tree is barren. This fig tree is a symbol of Israel, represents the barren and empty spiritual state of Israel. The word month in Revelation 22 is G3376 and it means a month. It is also usage, the time of the new moon, or the first day of each month when the new moon appeared as a festival among the Hebrews. Abba Yahuwah will restore his feast days and his calendar back to how he had it, and that is one part of the Great Reset. If you are unaware, Abba Yahuwah speaks Hebrew. Yes, he knows all languages, and he confounded them at the Tower of Babel, but he originally spoke and wrote and still speaks Hebrew. This is why knowing the truth shall set you free, and knowing what has been lost in translation when it comes to understanding the true word of God, for that is vital. The word healing in Revelation 22 is G2322, and it means attendance, medical cure, healing of a household. This word means attendance. So, again, do you attend a tree? Can a tree talk to you? No, you do not attend a tree, but you tend to a tree. 
And those are two different words. Let us look at it closer. Healing is derived from Greek word 2323. And it means to wait upon, meanly, to adore God, to relieve of disease, to cure, heal, and worship. We will be going to Abba Yahuwah and Yahusha, learning from the 24 elders how to heal and adore God being cured from the evil and wickedness of this world. There will be no more sorrow, normal, no more shame, no more pain. We will be healed. And this applies to the remaining Gentiles who are cast out of Abba Yah's kingdom. The word nation is G1484, and it means a race, a tribe, non-Jewish, pagan. These people are the ones who left Abba Yah and followed the wickedness of this earth. If you believe that Yah will torment people, then you're following the God of this world the way it is now. For Abba Yah clearly states in Revelation chapter 22, 14 through 15. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and the sexual immoral and the murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. It will be the ones who are washed, sealed, and chosen to go into the world while Yahuwah and Yahusha reign to teach those on the outside of New Jerusalem. Those of us sealed will meet monthly and eat freely from the tree of life, which is Yahusha HaMashiach. Those on the outside, they will get a chance to repent and to learn truth and to learn the Lord God Almighty's true words. Then they too can be partaking in the tree of life, which is Yahusha, and live righteously. As always, it's never goodbye, but I'll see you later.